All right. So let's speak on someone who should be fine. And Brandon, we spoke about this. Someone who probably should be suspended, man. Mac Jones. Yeah, Mac Jones uh, rolling up Brian Burns' ankle is terrible. The man gets hit. I know you got hit from the blind side. I know you're mad. He falls on the ground. Burns gets up. Burns is trying to run. He, he's, his leg is getting grabbed by Jones. So right. Mac Jones, you see he doesn't have the football. Trying to get away. Mac Jones grabs this guy's ankle, twists it. Roll, I mean, puts a lot of effort into hurting this dude. This wasn't no, no, no tackle. You know, he needs to be penalized by the league for that, man. He should be suspended for three games easily. Now, yeah. I'm, I'm going to be the devil's advocate here. I watched it. I watched it a few times. I'm not saying it wasn't egregious. I just don't know if his intent was what y'all said, what y'all say it is. I'm not saying it wasn't egregious. I just don't know if his intent was what it was. Because when I watched it, I didn't think with Mac Jones like, oh, he trying to injure this man. It looked for me it was more so like he was desperate to get the to to get him. So he just did something out of desperate a desperate move that just looked terrible, but it was a desperate move nonetheless. Okay, but let me ask you, okay, okay, I didn't see what happened, but I heard what happened. So I can understand grabbing someone's leg. But to literally sit there and twist it to me is two different things. Well, that's the thing. But that's the thing, though. He he, um, Burns was trying to get away. Burns is much stronger than Mac Jones, and I just feel like Mac Jones was just trying to do whatever he could because what it looked like is that he, it looked like he might have thought that Burns had the ball and just try to grab him to stop him, and it just looked bad. I just don't think the intent was ill. It just looked terrible. That's what now, mind you, Bill Belichick said he thought he thinks Matt Jones thought that Brian Burns had the ball. I don't believe Matt Jones even said this first. That's good PR. But that, you're good at it that. is. But it, that, but it, it, that's what it looked like though. But you know, well, first of all, think about most quarterbacks, right? When something like that happens, nobody does it. Usually, try to hold hold their legs and someone gets to him. This guy was twisting, doing nothing but twisting. He didn't try to grab the other leg. He was doing nothing but twisting, man. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I think I think it warrants a big fine. I think it warrants. I don't know if I say three games. It might warrant a game, depending on how you're looking at it. Yeah, definitely three. Definitely a big fine. Yeah, Brandon. Brandon, you don't want Brandon being the commissioner. Clearly, <laughs> you don't want me. To, you don't want me to be commissioner in the NFL. These players, these players wouldn't last long in the NFL. They gotta. They gotta pay. Yeah. Players will be shuffling in and out of the league every week. <laughs> Brandon would issue the death penalty on a franchise in the NFL, bro. He would legit issue the death penalty. That's how Brandon go. <laughs> All right, so ruthless. Let, let's stick with the Panthers, man. Cam Newton. That was yesterday's news, man. Was that today? Today. That's today's news. Oh, sorry. Yeah, early today. today. Earlier today, that's right. Cam Newton. Super Cam is back right where he belongs. Hey, they paid him too, man. They, they paid him good money, yes. which, which, which means they have a plan for this guy. Should have never, should have never been thrown out of Carolina in the first place. Yeah. So, so, should have so, never been thrown out of Carolina. So, Tristan, let me ask you a question then. How do you think they plan on using Cam Newton? With every ability that he has. With every ability mean? that he has. Because when you look at that offensive line, 
when you look at Sam, when you watch Sam Darnold behind that offensive line, the duress that was there, you're going to want to use Cam Newton the same exact way. Now, the difference between when he was there the first time and now is you got a you got a, a every down receiver in DJ, and then you got a burner in Robbie Anderson. He hasn't had a burner, a true burner, since Tay again. That was back in 2005. Was it 15? That Super Bowl Good run. Point. So, so you got a big, so you got a, you got a burner and then you're hoping, you're hoping that Christian McCaffrey can come back and be healthy to play and, um, and contribute highly to the run game with a Cam Newton. But I think you're now going to, with Matt Rule, Matt Rule's thinking I can now open this thing up even more because I have someone like a Cam Newton, his ability. Now he's not 2015 Cam. We have to stop looking for that version of him. But I do believe that he's more than capable if he's fully healthy. And that's what he told. Apparently, that's what he had told uh, um, the owner uh, and the GM. He said, I'm, I'm as healthy as I've ever been, which I believe it. I mean, he hasn't played. That body hasn't got beaten up. You know what I'm saying? So if he's a, a semblance of what he was, it's a huge upgrade for, for Cam. And it's a chance for him to restart his career and, and possibly, you know, Latch on to a team for next year, maybe possibly staying in Carolina or going on to one of these other teams. But you know what? I'm looking for Cam Newton to be um, almost more so like the 2018 Cam Newton. And what I mean is the um, the one that when North Turner first got there, quick pat, quick decisions, quick passing. Exactly. Um, when North Turner first got there, I thought it was an interesting mix because I said Cam Newton has the arm to um, execute. Yes. Um, North Turner's offense. But what I saw was Noel Turner was an old dog who learned new tricks. So not only was he still running his own offense, he's put in um, a lot of college concepts that Cam Newton was already familiar with, and he made Cam Newton a much better pocket-passing quarterback. I think Matt Rule is getting probably, not, of course, not the 2015 Cam Newton, but probably the best passing uh, version of Cam Newton um, ever. Because I think that's what people people feel to People fail to realize that one of the major challenges with Cam Newton over the last couple of years is that that shoulder was just never right since that 2018 season. People keep trying to, you know, he's throwing balls in the dirt and stuff like that. That's when you watch his motion, you can tell that he tried to put his whole torso in the throw instead of yep. letting that shoulder be act like a whip. It yep. just, something was bothering it. So if that shoulder is right, I agree with Brandon. You probably see that. 2018 version when he was over 60 percent of his passing completions for sure yeah yeah and, and 68 percent there you go yeah and biggest part of it all their offense has a leader a veteran leader that's yeah. not that wasn't that's not sam Darnold's team that's not sam Darnold's team even i mean and people knew that it was like you honestly it was it was literally like the cam newton shadow just hovering over that franchise because of how it, it's not so much that he he left because we've seen that before. It's how they did it. It was just so ugly. And it was like for a guy that basically is on the leaderboard of all your franchise records, including rushing, it's like how could you do that to him? You know what I'm saying? And I hope he's successful because there's so many teams that should have signed him and they're having problems now at quarterback. Hey, I'll listen, be successful. He said it on the he said it on the I am athlete podcast. He said, "Ain't thirty two people better than me," and he's for sure right. So I'm glad to see Cam. 
I'm glad to see him back in Carolina, right where he belongs. You take back your friend. That is your franchise. You take back that franchise. Absolutely. That is his franchise. That was the right thing to do. It was the right thing to do. Oh, let me also say this. Don't be surprised if he plays as soon as this Sunday. I know oh, the I aim, I know the aim is probably next Sunday, but don't be surprised if he could play as soon as this Sunday. Listen, they're paying him ten million dollars, four point five guarantee. Oh, he's playing on Sunday. Like when? When is the home game for what home game is? Is this Sunday a home game for? I want to watch that game when he's home. When he's coming out that tunnel, them flames is coming out. He doing his. That's gonna be a moment because it's just Cam was such a such an icon. Well, not was is such an icon for that city. Like that is that is gonna be crazy. To see him um, back in there, it's gonna be crazy. Yeah, they're actually they're actually away this week at uh, Arizona. So yes, it's next, so, so it's next week when uh, at, when Washington go. Of course, of course, when Washington. Oh, goes there, when gonna, I'm watching and, that on TV. Yeah, of course, we're gonna get yeah, annihilated. You gonna try to get him on that one? He that probably gonna move. throw for like 500. <laughs> That's gonna be crazy. That's gonna be crazy. But um, let's uh let's let's go ahead and move forward to the other big news that came out today. Um. Mr. One Hand Catch himself, OBJ, Odell Beckham Jr. with the Los Angeles Rams. How we feel about that, yeah. How we feel um, about it? I was a little surprised because of the sort the the news that was coming out didn't list him as one of the one of his interested teams. Yeah. Um, but kind of seeing, you know, that he's a kind of a flashy dude, loves to have fun and party and stuff. And the LA seems like the scene for him now, football wise. Um, the Rams are going all in, the Rams are going all in. They had gave away all the draft picks, brought in Von Miller, brought in Odell. There's pressure on them to win the Super Bowl this year, this year. Uh, we we and, talked about. Oh, go ahead, Steve. Go ahead, Steve. No, I'm saying, and, and I don't know how he's because their their receivers were getting open. Yeah, they were getting open. Yeah. Um, I think it's gonna come down to Matt Stafford, man, on how successful. I keep saying that. Listen, we talked about it earlier, and um, and I brought it up in our little group chat or whatever, and I said the most pressure to there's two individuals that's gonna have the most pressure, and that is head coach Sean McVay and the quarterback Matt Stafford. And starting off with Matt Stafford, Matt Stafford, you, we understand the challenges you had in Detroit, but we also understand that you've had a couple good receiving cores, including an all-world Hall of Fame wide receiver in Calvin Johnson, and you did not have a, you do not have a playoff win on your resume. Okay, so we we understand that for all the talent, amazing physical gifts you got, you you don't have that on your resume. Now we gave you grace because to me, the most productive coach you've had in your tenure was Jim Caldwell, who for whatever reason they fired after getting you to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. I don't understand that and was never the same after that. But <clears throat> so we gave you grace on that. So now you're over here in L.A. The weather's better. you got Sean McVay's like the boy wonder. Mm-hmm. But, mm-hmm. you know, you got a plethora. Let me let me emphasize plethora of weapons. I mean, you're talking about Woods, uh, Coop, uh, Cooper Cup looking like the white Jerry Rice out here. Um, Matt Jefferson, Jefferson, you got OBJ, you know what I'm saying? And then you got a system run game to balance off that 
Exactly. Like that, and like Brandon said, the only flaw that really is there is the offensive line, and Sean McVay's has been able to kind of scheme it up to try to hide that. And you have to deliver. And now with Sean McVay, like I said, the the franchise basically just gave him a blank check and was like, "Whatever you need, yeah, we'll yeah. get it." Yeah. So it's like, okay, now Sean McVay, you've been to a Super Bowl. You you know what it looks like. You know what it takes. You now have the quarterback that you wanted. You got this awesome receiving core. You 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 went. They went and got you Von Miller to go with Aaron Donald and Jalen Ramsey. Mm-hmm. I mean, you really don't you don't have you don't really don't have an excuse now. Now we got to Everyone called you the boy wonder. You got to show it now. You got to show that genius. Listen, he's going all in, man. And I mean, Sean McVay's young, yeah, but I mean, it. it but he's not football young. After a right. while, that that shine is going to go away. That shine of like, oh, he's so young. Look how far ahead he is. It, it, it's going to kind of go away. We need to now see some results. No, what I'm saying is he's at the pinnacle, not of his career, but I don't know if it gets any better than this for him. He's in L.A. He has all the talent he wants, making personnel decisions. Like, this is this is his time to to shine, for real, in my opinion. I fully agree. I, I do believe this is his time to shine. Um, and... Like, it's not a better I, job for him. Like, we're, like, Listen, I said it. It can't be any less than the NFC Championship. If it's any less than that, this is an atomic failure of a season. If it's any less than that, it's an atomic failure of the season. Let me it ask you a question. Go ahead, how, how big is the um, Rams Super Bowl window? How, how, how many years you give them? Two? Well, this year, got, next year? Well, you got to understand You got to understand the contracts that are there. I would give them... I would probably give them about two, including this year, because... You're going to let's see. I know you you locked in Donald, you locked in Ramsey. Um because you just went and signed Von Miller. We don't know how that's gonna be. We don't know how much longer Matt Stafford's physical gifts. I, I'm not saying he's dumb. He's very intelligent. But a lot of the stuff that he does is cause physically he's still got it. And so we don't know how at the height of that power what that's gonna be. You're not going to be able to keep all those wide receivers for long. Yeah. Um, OBJ's probably going to stay there maybe one year to get his reputation back. And then he's going to get to the highest bidder because they almost gave him the vet. Somebody offered Odell Beckham Jr. the vet minimum. Green Bay Packers. Come on, man. What are you doing? So he's, he's looking to prove a point so he can get a big payday. Cooper Cup is probably going to be the one receiver that's probably going to always stay there. Because he has the most rapport with Matt Stafford. You, you might not be able to keep all of them. So as far as the window, then you got to look at the rest of the NFL and what everybody else is doing. So the window for them to be that good in their division alone. Listen, Trey Lance is coming for the 49ers. Trey Lance mm-hmm. is, is coming. We're mm-hmm. going to see what the Seahawks do if they try to improve and, and help Russell Wilson to get somewhere. But they're still going to be relevant. They've been dealing with injuries. That's why they haven't been in it. You see mm-hmm. what the Arizona Cardinals are this year. Mm-hmm. They're only going to get better. They, mm-hmm. have, they have the receiving core that can keep up with you. So yeah. they're only going to get better than that. So in their division, in their division alone, it's going to be a challenge, let alone the rest of the league. So their window is only but so big, only but so big. I, you know, I want to see, it's maybe a little controversial. I want to see what Odell does because Cleveland's winning without him. They've always won without him. It's when he signed mm. it, they've always been better without him. I, he, he dropped okay. passes there. 
He dropped passes in New York. Part of me is like, I don't, I don't know how good he still is, man. I know he Listen, can still run good routes. I'm not. I, I hear you. I hear you. I'm not going to say that. This is why I'm not going to say that. In my mind, when I watch the Cleveland games, it's hard to be yourself when you're in a position that you can't be yourself. It's hard to kind of bring your own finesse into it. Like when he was with the Giants, the thing was the the the, the system was built around OBJ when he was with the Giants. It was yep. built around him to, sure. to, for him to be the feature. Now you were asking him to kind of just be a part of the team, and he can't function that kind of way. And I think a young Baker was like, oh, I have OBJ. I must feed him the ball. And he forced it instead of playing within the system that Stefanski set for him. So it's not to say that they're playing better because OBJ's not there. They're playing better because Baker doesn't have to think OBJ's got to get like 10 targets a game. Whatever the case may be. So I don't, but you're, but see, but the way you're wording it and the way that a lot of media people have been wording it is as if we're talking about Odell Beckham's skills. No, I no, still no, no. think he's a no. top flight receiver. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that his skills make it seem like, oh, they're better when they don't throw them. No, I'm just saying they're more balanced. Like you said, there's less pressure for Baker to force him his targets, things like that. You know, yeah. it, it, the QB's headspace has been better with that. I, I think it's a lot more clear. Yes, for sure. Okay, so then question, because you're saying that um, he's not able to operate within a certain system. How's that going to um, work for him in L.A.? Because he's not going to be the featured guy like it was in New York. But he's going to be the top. He's going to be the top end receiver to blow the top off. Cooper Cup and Robert Woods kind of play the same way. That's why. Yeah, but- that's why Deshaun no. Jackson was there. The reason why Deshaun Jackson left because Deshaun Jackson is a one-trick pony at this point in his career. OBJ is not a one-trick pony. OBJ can be the burner, and he can play inside inside out of, of the route tree. There's, believe me, at the end of the day, the talent level of Odell Beckham is going to push Sean McVay to feature him more. The person that I believe that's going to be the most disgruntled is going to be Robert Woods. He's the one that's going to be disgruntled because the talent, we already see what Cooper Cup is. They're not going to mess that up with for Matt Stafford. Cooper Cup, yeah. Matt Stafford, match made in heaven for them too. They're yeah. not going to screw that up. So now we're just looking at these other receivers based on the skill set. OBJ has more tools in his bag than Robert Woods does because he has that burning speed. Absolutely. That is going to be what's going to put him over, and Robert Woods is going to be the one that's going to suffer and get a little less touches. That's my and that's my prediction. I agree. And Robert Woods is the veteran, and Debbie Young Van Jefferson there. You exactly. They got so. Yeah. So I believe Robert Woods will be the one that's going to be hurting off of this because I, I, you're not Sean McVay. There's no way Sean McVay is going to. Grab someone like him without an intention of having something planned for him. Y'all got to remember, when OBJ came over to Cleveland, it wasn't necessarily Stefanski's selection to get him over. He wasn't looking for that. He wasn't looking for that. Everyone just assumed that you could just fit that piece in because he was so dynamic with the Giants. That wasn't Stefanski. It's not even Stefanski's system. Stefanski learned under Kubiak and Mike Shanahan. 
who are running coaches. They're all about zone scheme, run, and all that's 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 their game. So you can't even you can't even ask someone like Odell Beckham Jr. The reason why Jarvis Landry is good with that because Jarvis Landry to me reminds me of an Anquan Bolden. It's a hard nosed receiver, loves to block, loves to be physical. It works there. OBJ is not mm-hmm. that cat. He's not yeah. that cat. So I think with Sean McVay now, who likes an aerial assault, that's what he's known for. I think he's going to have stuff set up for Odell Beckham Jr. to flourish over there in L.A. And that's where he wanted to go in the first place. Right. I just hope he can learn the playbook. He's on the same page. And now he's a new guy in. He may get some stuff wrong with Stafford. I mean, I, I just hope his temperament doesn't mess up what they have going. Because, for sure. you know, someone read the wrong play, he, he gets, that's why he gets mad. I, and I don't think this is his last stop either. I, w- I would have, I think, if I on a pure football standpoint, I think I would have loved for him to go to Green Bay because there's really no super established number two. Like, I know they got Lazard and such, but there's really no fully established number two. And because Devontae, even though Devontae's fast, but Devontae's more of a possession receiver, to have Odell Beckham Jr. on the other side for Aaron Rodgers, that would have been crazy. And, and, and Green Bay Packers showed their tail again Showed their tail again, because I ain't going to cuss, because we, we want this on FCS Airways. Showed their tail again by giving him the vet minimum. Odell Beckham Jr.? Listen, You're going to give I'm, him the vet minimum? I'm glad he didn't go to Green Bay. I'm, I'm, you know, the Rams, I'm let them figure out all the stuff they have going on and try to manage all that. If he went to Green Bay, that would be a problem. Problem. Problem, for sure. For sure. For sure. Um... Let's go ahead and um, do we want to touch? Do we want to touch these things about these Raiders, man? Do we even want to touch this thing, man, with these Raiders, man? We can skip them, man. Man, the Raiders, the Raiders need prior. I listen. Well, Derek Carr is the church boy, uh, you know. So you know, Derek Carr got to get them all baptized and. Uh, get them all saved, and you know something. Listen, need to blow up the entire front office. And look, I, and look, and look, and look. Not just baptize them. Baptize them the old school way in the river. In the river, and with the long white robes. Listen, yes. I, 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 I will say this one thing with them. Y'all realize that all of those picks when they traded Khalil Mack, just it was a waste. It was a complete with 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 everything that transpired. The only thing that came out for them with with all those picks in that trade is Josh Jacobs. Man, who was it? Rugs and uh, old boy, the Connie noted guy, cornerback dude. They were like what, eight Damon to twelve, Arnett. eight to twelve, eight twelve picks apart, gone. That whole Khalil Mack trade literally just walked out the door. Well, was forced out the door. So that trade looked like a waste. You you traded an all-world pass rusher for nothing. That's why you don't do that kind of thing. For unless nothing. You're, unless you're uh, early early 90s Dallas. John Gruden. Man. That was his you decision. Paid, yo, you paid this man money, and he basically wrecked y'all. 
<laughs> and y'all still gotta pay him. Still gotta pay him. Horrible. dollars. Horrible. Oh my god! I don't know how <laughs> I don't know how Mark Davis sleeps at night. <laughs> Mike Mayer is like, oh. man, I left I left the draft room for this. <laughs> oh, oh, people, oh, people say we had the bad owner. <laughs> right. Man, got Jerry out here looking like a genius with the defensive rookie of the year, Michael Parsons, right now. Hey, man, people aren't really putting putting him up there right now. It's because he, it's because he's with the Cowboys. That's really, that's really the only reason. It must be people. Are really it's really out the only here. reason. If you like, look at his, if you look at Michael Parsons' numbers, Michael Parsons is running away with defensive rookie of the year. He's running week, away with week, it. Uh, defensive player of the week last week. Yeah, he, he's running away. He's running away with that with that award. Fifty if, tackles, if, ten behind the line of scrimmage, five sacks. Five sacks. I mean, I mean, the dude is a beast. It's only been eight games, guys. It's on, it, it, If he doesn't win, for, for whatever reason, if he doesn't win Defensive Rookie of the Year, you really, you really might have to call this a scam. You really be like, okay, somebody, somebody really has a hate for the Cowboys. If you, there's no way. It was just like when, um, when uh, uh, who was it? Was it Dak? Dak won Rookie of the Year 2016. It was Dak, right? Yes, and we and and everybody was arguing, saying that it probably should have been a shared award between him and Zeke. Yeah. No one could deny that season that yeah. they were the best rookies. It was like yeah. you can't, you want yeah. to say no, you know, you want to say they weren't, but numbers don't lie, man. So Michael Parsons, yeah, Michael Parsons, he's he's running away with that. While my, you know, while my uh, rookie linebacker is looking like a bust every week, you know. But um, anyway, <laughs> so let's, let's stick with Dallas. Yeah, for sure. Let's talk about was, it, man. Let's talk about it. Y'all had a late Halloween. It was 30 to 0 going into the fourth quarter. Listen, y'all had a late Halloween, man. Let me tell you. <laughs> Team, dude, it was a nightmare, man. Listen. Dak wasn't throwing well. Mm-hmm. Receivers are dropping passes. Mm-hmm. Michael mm-hmm. Parsons the only guy that came to play. Mm-hmm. Opening kickoff, Tony Pollard takes it down to the other 40. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can't start a game better than that. Nope. Can't nope. start a game better than that. Nope. Get to fourth and two. All right, Mike McCarthy doesn't want to kick it. I'm okay with missing kicks, but let's try it in field goal range. Doesn't kick it. Uh, tries to throw a short, a short in route, incomplete. Dak just threw it into the ground. Wasn't tipped. All right. Stall drive. They get the ball. Nothing happened. We get the ball back. We drive down again to the 20-yard line. To the 20 yard line. Fourth and three. Give it to Zeke. He doesn't get it. On the 20 yard line. Like McCarthy said, you know, we don't want any points today. We don't want any points. Next next drive went deep on Trayvon Diggs, man. Deep on them to the kids, scored a touchdown, man. They just, everything went right for them. Nothing went right for us, man. Um, it was a nightmare, man. But hey, I'd rather I'd rather us learn our lesson sooner than later. You know, I'll say that. you know what's embarrassing is that some of the players actually admitted that practice was not up to standards last week. Yeah, but, my- this, but this is my thing. We lost thirty to sixteen. Do you know when we scored sixteen points? Those last like five six minutes of the game. Last four minutes. With that starting quarterback still in the game, game's completely out of hand. Yeah, I don't know. Start, I, we saw how things went last year with our starting quarterback not playing. You say, you know what? Nah, man. 
we're going to go out with a fight by starting quarterback. This is this is the Mike McCarthy crap I'm talking about, man. It's the stuff like this. It's the stuff. I think I think honestly, I think he was sent into Dallas to kind of sabotage the organization. Here we go. Here we go. I think he is, man. Like what coach does stuff like that? Think about his his calling, man. I think I think he's a mole for either the Niners or the Packers, man. You really think he's a mole? I think he's a mole. Come on, man. I think he's a mole, man. Come on, man. Jerry had him over for dinner. Had him at his house. Listen, man. Jerry I said, I believe mold. him. I believe in McCarthy, man. I believe in him. I think he's a mole, man. Think about his decision making. Just think about it. Do y'all think, do y'all think, based on what you saw now, I, I was watching the Ravens game, so I didn't watch Dallas. And I literally, someone told me the score and I thought that they were joking. Do y'all think, based on what y'all saw, do y'all think that was kind of like just one of those mulligans? Or do you think there's some things that you saw that like kind of should be raise an eyebrow or give cause for concern about what you guys are doing? Um, let me nah. put it, let me put it this way: if we um, don't, and I, I look, Atlanta is a good has some good players, but we really need to respond this week. And if we don't respond this week, then I'm gonna really have some problems with Mike McCarthy. Okay, I. I... So I need, a, I need touchdowns. So hold on. So so we had we had a big win, big away win back and quarterback in Minnesota. Felt mm-hmm. good. Mike McCarthy probably gave him, probably gave him Monday off mm-hmm. or into the gave him a light week. Mm-hmm. We came in totally unprepared against Denver. Totally unprepared to play. Nobody was executing, man, except for Michael Parsons and the young receiver. I don't even know the guy's name. We took everybody out at the end of the game, scored those two touchdowns, man. We just came in unprepared. Um some losses are good. That was a good loss for us, you know, to kind of humble us. Um, but we, we got to win some more games, man. The division, we, we haven't ran away from the division just yet. We're playing the best overall, but we're not that far ahead. I can understand that. I can understand that. I mean, I think uh, I think as far as division, I, I personally believe that y'all locked that division down. Um, I don't see a, anyone or, or uh, anywhere else that would make any um, – um, going to make any strides against y'all within the division. Now, as far as the conference, it's very competitive, so I definitely get that in that regard. But division, I really, I don't see any kind of turnaround taking place where I could be like, mm, yeah, I might want to stay on your toes because, you know, the Giants or the Eagles or no, Washington you. will do something. You no, know, I, I got you. I, I ain't looking at that. But, but listen, man, we got to stay on our toes regardless. Like, we, we, can't, we can't look at who's chasing us in division. We got the rent. If the playoffs were today, guess what we see? Guess what we see first round of playoffs if it started this week? The Rams? The Rams. We we got listen, man, we got some teams we gotta play, man. Yes, I we understand. do. I understand. Let me uh let let's let's go over to this one real fast, just really quickly. We're not gonna stay on this game long. The Jets and the Colts. Okay. It looks like it seems like, you know, Carson Wentz is finding his two thousand seventeen stride. Albeit against the Jets, uh, 22 of 30 for 272, three tutties. Um, Jonathan Taylor, who I kept telling people was going to be a beast coming out of Wisconsin. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, six, 19 carries, 172 yards, two touchdowns. I'm so proud of Michael Pittman Jr. out of USC, looking really great at wide receiver. Yeah. Yeah, um, yes. Looking very good. Let me. The, the reason why I wanted to come over here and talk about this is I'm looking at the Jets. And the fact they took Zach Wilson, and I know he's hurt, 
But for everything they were talking about with Zach Wilson coming out of BYU, everything that we saw in the preseason, is it safe to say or is it too early that the Jets might might have regret taking taking Zach Wilson and maybe they probably should have thought of taking Trey Lance instead? What are y'all thoughts on that? Well, um, I've seen Zach Wilson throw. Um, I ain't really like watching the entire game of um, New York Jets, but mm-hmm. I've seen him in a couple of series, mm-hmm. and it seemed like he just wanted to throw um, hero ball passes. He mm-hmm. doesn't want to work within the offense. Mm-hmm. So I think it's still a little early, mm-hmm. but it's early to at a point where he can fix himself. If he doesn't fix himself, mm-hmm. then, yes, the Jets are going to completely regret this. Man, the Jets – front office man they have some hits very few hits more misses man it's tough being a rookie quarterback in the league it is and in that division especially and you don't have the proper staff in place to develop you don't have the proper weapons to when you draft a rookie quarterback that high you have to have weapons around for him to be successful mm-hmm. you draft a guy to a team that already has a legit number one a good offensive line a running game a decent defense if you don't have any of that, he's just going to be there just playing football. He'd be another Sam Darnold story. He won't be there long. I feel like he's. I feel like he's the worst of the first round rookie QBs, and that's including Trey Lance, who we've barely seen. But the, when we have seen him, we've seen the flashes of like, oh, okay, yeah, I can see that. You know, yeah, I, I I think Zach Wilson has been the worst of it, and it's unfortunate because I think. I've watched some BYU games. I have an affinity for undersized QBs because I'm short. When I play when I play ball, everybody would say I was short for a linebacker and all that stuff. So I have an affinity for guys that are playing beyond what their physical stature says they should play. Um, so I've watched I've watched some ball with with um, with Zach Wilson and BYU, and I do believe he has the physical tools, the gifts to do what you want him to do. I honestly believe he is I I believe he can become what they thought Johnny Manziel was supposed to be. I really do believe that. It's the same kind of edgy kind of backyard football style, but I think his is a little more polished. But you're right. Going to mm-hmm. the Jets, that was a concern. I think that was a concern for any QB that went there. Yeah. Because they just it's such an empty cupboard. It's such an empty cupboard. So my so my thing is if I'm the Jets organization, you guys basically, first of all, you wasted so many years with Adam Gase. I mean, we were petitioning for Adam Gase to be fired forever. You wasted that, but that's fine. We're, we're, that's in the past. You guys have really went over a whole new leaf. You took out the entire coaching staff. You let players walk that shouldn't have walked. Robbie Anderson should still be a Jet. Robbie Anderson had no business leaving that, that locker room. So you have all these things now. You need to be patient with Zach Wilson the fans and I know it's hard but the fans have to be patient because you understand first year head coach rookie QB the first year offensive coordinator first year offensive coordinator the backup QB was a rookie before y'all brought back Joe Flacco it's just it's it's a lot so I'm just like y'all gotta be patient and gotta see this through this is not one of those cases where we're looking at this like by next year, if he's not panning out, we're like, well, well, what do we do? No, no. Y'all gave this man an empty cupboard. You yeah. gave this man keys to a car that has no engine, mm-hmm. has, has, a, has bad brakes, 
need tire replacement. Like that's what y'all did to this cat. That's what y'all did. You got to give him time. Go ahead, ahead, Brandon. Well, they, I think they are trying to build something there because, um, I mean, they they compete. They, they had, they had, okay. They drafted Makai back then at left tackle the previous year. Okay. Mm -hmm. They drafted, um, the guard from Southern Cal. Um, I can't think of his name right now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, Ver Tucker. Um, they brought in veteran right tackle Morgan Moses. They um, have drafted Denzel Mims the year before, I believe, mm-hmm. and they drafted another receiver. So they, you're right. They do need to um, be patient with this whole thing and let it grow and let it develop. But that's but that's why I was trying to say Zach Wilson needs to fix himself to start playing hero ball and try to play within the offense and. Luckily, they're going to have 17 games to look at this offseason and try. Well, not 17 games. He didn't play all 17 games, but they're going to have enough games to look at this offseason and say, okay, let's do this and let's no longer do that and continue to build the offense around him to make him better. Yeah, for sure. I agree. I mean, um, I'm looking at, you know, I'm looking at the fact of them being patient. I knew they do have some draft capital. So they so there's things that they can do in order to improve and get themselves get themselves going. I just hope that the patience is there because I really do believe that he has the talent um, to do it. Um, let's see. There's we're gonna do one more game and then we're gonna call it. We're gonna do one more game and then we're gonna call it um, just for the sake of time for uh, for all of us because um, we we adulting. Okay, um, Jacksonville. And the Bills. I do believe that was a mulligan for the Bills. I think it's all safe to agree. So I'm more so focused on Jacksonville. What are we to say about this situation in Jacksonville? Because it just, I ain't hear nothing in regards to Urban Meyer. I don't think this is going to go away as far as Urban Meyer being a head coach for the Jacksonville Jaguars. I think Trevor Lawrence is, is in trouble with his career. Well, absolutely. I mean, look, this Sunday was everyone's late Halloween. For sure. It was Dallas's, it was Buffalo's. Yeah. It was the Rams. Yeah. It was the Bengals. Yeah. Uh I mean, you name it, man. A lot of upsets this week. Um yeah. Urban Meyer's just there right now. You know, they're gonna win some games here and there, but I would be surprised if, if he's there long, man. He's gonna mess around and, and mess up Trevor Lawrence's career if I Trevor really, Lawrence stays there. I feel like I feel like we're looking at the Andrew Luck situation all over again. I really yeah, do. I, now, I think if Trevor Lawrence is in New York, I think they'd be better than what they are. I do believe that. I do believe they'd be He's better. He's a little than more ready. A lot of quarterbacks, like many quarterbacks that are drafted young and early, they still need a lot of guidance and direction. Now, there's yep. the special ones that don't, but almost all of them do. Yep. And I think a lot of people get confused like, oh, we drafted him. We want to pick him up. Blah. He's projected to be top three, four, whatever. He's he's league ready to do to do his thing. Nah, man. Everyone still needs that guidance development. Everybody. They need that. You need the right quarterback coach in there. Somebody that knows quarterbacks. For sure. For sure. So we're going we're going to see. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say a special prayer for Trevor Lawrence and his career right now. <laughs> we're gonna see what happens. <laughs> but um, guys, that's that's everything for tonight. We're gonna look forward to these uh these weekend matchups. Um, we keep saying it. We keep forgetting. We're so sorry, people. We will make sure next week, promise, we'll make sure to have our week picks. <laughs> we keep saying it, we yeah. keep forgetting. We'll make sure we have our week picks next week. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Please subscribe um, to our YouTube channel. 
Okay, Just a Fan Podcast. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel. It is there. This episode will be there tomorrow. I will be working on it as we speak um, because I'm on daddy duty, so I'm going to be up. Uh, we'll also <laughs> check out the check out our Instagram, Just a Fan Pod. Check out our Instagram. Please follow, follow, comment. Uh, send us messages if you got any opinions. We're going to soon have you know guests on here to chit-chat with us. So please feel free to chime in. Also follow our Facebook. I mean, well, you guys are looking at our Facebook right now, but please share it. Tell people about it so they can follow the Facebook page. I'm just a fan podcast. And um, yeah, just keep tuning in. We appreciate you guys subscribing, listening to us. We're going to keep this pushing. Like I said, this will be up on the podcast next week. You can, I mean, uh, tomorrow you can find all of our podcasts. As you can see it on the screen, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, you can find us there. So we're everywhere. So just pick a spot, subscribe, listen, watch, enjoy. Gentlemen, it's always a pleasure. Looking forward to our chats for this this weekend of football. Yes, we got Definitely. the Ravens and Dolphins up now. Currently second quarter, three minutes left. It is 3-3. It is a defensive mm-hmm. struggle. So... We'll talk next week about everything going on now in week 10. Is week 10 for us? Week 10. We'll talk about everything in week 10. So I'll see y'all next week. All right, guys. All All right. right. Y'all take it easy. Peace.